address here. All right, here we go. We got uh, Lorena McKinnett and some oratory that is quite poignant to our situation, I would think. Who can stand when the whirlwind of fury comes from the throne of God and the frowns of his countenance drive the nations together? Who can stand when sin claps his broad wings over the battle and sails rejoicing in a flood of death? When souls are torn to everlasting fire and fiends of hell rejoice upon the strain? Oh, who can stand? this. Oh, who can answer at the throne of God? The kings and the nobles of the land have done it. Hear it not, heaven, thy ministers have done it. Boy, if they answer at the throne of God, uh, if they answer at the throne of God, he's going to send them right down below real quick. No question in my mind about it. Good morning, folks. Paul, was that you that I heard chime in there? You My ministers have, have done, done it. it. When sin yes. claps his wings and girls over the field of death. I mean, it's a, that's just a fabulous piece that that guy did right there. Uh, good morning, sleepyheads, Paul included. Uh, here we go on good Radio morning. Ranch. Good morning, Buenos Dias. May the 9th, May 9th. That's got some significance. I'm not sure quite what it is. But anyway, it's Tuesday. Uh, that means I get to go hang out with the guys and gals here of like mind here in a few hours. So, uh, we're, uh, broadcasting, of course, Roger Sales, your host, by the way, uh, broadcasting on Eurofolk Radio Network and radio.globalvoiceradio.net network and home theater.tv network. Is that right, Paul? Home, home nation. Home net, home, <laughs> home network dot TV well, see, yeah, and freedom nation. Well, you see why TV. I get confused. Hell, even Paul gets confused. So here you go. All these, <laughs> all these platforms, you know. Uh, so anyway, we're on all those places. And if uh, you're listening on one of them that I botched, I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, he, I guess we got Augustus with us. He was trying to get in there yesterday. We had a lot of activity. Boy, I had a heck of a day yesterday um, as we were. I was hanging around with you guys here, and uh, my Skype rings, and there's generally only one person that calls right after the show, and, and uh, it was Brindy Wells, and uh, she was going, what can I do about this wand? I want this wand. <laughs> I mean, she was like, she was like almost frantic. I mean, honestly, and she starts telling me all the stuff. And of course, what I did was about a month ago, you know, when I was doing those shows with them and having a conversation, I said, have you heard about this one? No. And I said, well, let me send you one. And because of the aspect of Prife, where you can earn free units to either sell for yourself or give away. And I like giving them away. And so I said, well, let me send you one. And she's going, no, no, we'll buy it. And I said, no, 
No, I want to send it to you for free. And so I did, and I, I, you know, don't communicate with them on a real regular basis, and I just kind of let it lay there. You know, in sales, some of the, Augustus, I bet you know this. You've heard of the puppy dog clothes, right? I know Augustus has. Uh, it may not have been. It may not. It may not have been the, that term. But, but continue. Well, I mean, the puppy dog clothes is. Uh, you know, the example is the family with the child's in the pet store, and oh, that puppy's so cute. Why don't you take it home and keep it for the weekend? Okay. So, and of course, they're never going to bring it back. So that's the puppy dog clothes, and uh, that's kind of what I did with uh, Brindy, and just sent it to her, and didn't say anything, didn't follow up, didn't do anything, and. Uh, I've been meaning to send her a, cause she said she wanted to get involved, you know, and so I've been meaning to send her an email. And I just didn't get around to it. Well, yesterday she's like frantically calling me. <laughs> can we, can we get signed up before the sun goes down? I mean, I'm not kidding you. It was that emphatic. And, uh, so, uh, the thing was, is I, I didn't know. I kind of would have suspicioned, I guess, but, uh, Brindy is a former model. Uh, from South Africa. She's a great gal. And, uh, so she was using the wand, uh, and she started noticing her, her, uh, skin getting tight, tighter. And she said, I've, I've, I've spent money on everything, uh, the highest price stuff you can buy and nothing tightens skin. This thing tightens skin. And I think what put her over the edge was she used it one night and the next morning she got up and John said, you really look great today. <laughs> and that was all she needed, I think. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, we've got that, all that's in process. So we're going to start hearing about the wand on Caravan to Midnight with 1.2 million listeners. So, uh, that should be interesting wow. to say the least. And, uh, uh, so anyway, that took up the whole majority of my day yesterday, quite frankly, after, uh, that little mom shell got dropped, trying to get them in touch with John and Kathy. And I can't get through to John and Kathy cause they're so busy and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I even forgot to upload the show till I think close to midnight last night. I'm sitting here going, hell, I never uploaded today's show. So anyway, that got done late if you were missing that. And, uh, that was the reason. So, uh, that's good news. Um, Augustus is with us this morning, tried to get in yesterday and, uh, just had too much going on. Uh, so Augustus, you've got some stories for us, I think, right? Uh, okay, yeah, I, I think I do, um, because people from the very beginning, when I first called in, everyone's been nothing but welcoming and supportive, and, and thank you. So the first thing, I don't know if you recall, you, I think you, there are three things that I called in upon, and uh, four, and I wanted to let you know and everyone else know the update. So the first one was Bing, uh, my wife becoming a u.s citizen right that happened last week oh so did it i could check that off the now hold it augustus the process mm-hmm. was that quick no. hold it augustus she's been here you're married for a while right she's been in the states for a while but she was on a green card right correct, correct. okay and correct. i said she's got if she wants to go through this process she's got to be naturalized and you started that it wasn't very many months ago was it no, nah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. About three months, and wow, uh, it helps to be it helps to be married to you know uh, me. 
Yes, uh, so yes. That that really pushed it along too. And by the way, as a side note, uh, I did a K one visa with her, and less than I think it's two years. Two years, you can then be applied for citizenship if you're married to a U.S. quote unquote U.S. citizen. Okay. But what happened is, is I I sent it in early. They sent back the form, even with my money, and then from there. I just kind of let it slide for a year. So she could have been a long time ago. It's interesting how everything works out because then yeah. I would have got hot contacted or been in contact with you and then I won't be educated and all that. So it's working out great, but she doesn't know it yet, but it'd just be a, uh, probably way to hear the rest of the story, as they say, right? Mm-hmm. About what happened on Sunday. That oh. is going to fast track this as far as her being a national. Okay. Anyway, so number one, she's a citizen. The second thing on the list was me becoming a national. I think I contacted you in January, and uh, February 14th is when I sent my affidavit in. So it only took me a month to understand the significance of what we're talking about here. And I just, I'm sorry, but I just do not understand why people just wait. It's in, I just do not comprehend that, especially. But people come in different times, right? And they have to come along in, in their own time. Then the third thing was Eric with his uh, with uh, with Andrea um, having a child. So number one, I want to thank everybody because I kept at it, and they were literally uh, on the hospital, and she did so much research. And the last thing, three days before, uh, she was getting too big, so they had to I don't know what they give her, but some sort of a drug in order to have you know start the process right. Mm-hmm. And so that that I'll get to that in a second. But at the end of the day, two days before I was speaking with her, and the nice thing is, is that Eric understood, and he has no problem. I think I hopefully taught him well to speak up. So they were they were definitely on notice. I believe there was a doula there. Uh, also, the everything was in writing. Number two, because of everybody. Number three, they literally went through the list of the quote unquote shots they were going to give them. And uh, so, let's see, her name is uh, Alina. Uh, it's Alina. Mm-hmm. And seven, I think it was seven, she was seven and a half pounds, 21 inches. But uh, pictures, got the picture sent. I don't want to bother them because I remember when I had the child. Children. Sure. <laughs> no. Natural. She went, there, there was so, no, Augustus, there, so, was no, there was no C-section, right? Natural birth. Nah, nothing, nothing. She's on it. This girl is on it. Andrea's on it, and they're both on it, and Eric is blessed, and so she, to have them with each other, especially in these times. Yeah. So um, thank you to everybody, because that is part of this whole thing as far as a success, because if without all you guys, you wouldn't have motivated me in order to get them the information, in order for them to understand, and they were just kind of clicking along, and I said, no, that's not going to happen. Okay, uh, I have I have a little bit of uh, sway. Uh, um, sway. Um, when you're, uh, that is true. Uh, I I think so. He listens. Thank the Lord. Right? Took him a while. Anyway, so that's that. Those are the three things. So I get a couple. I have a specific thing. I don't want to take a lot of time, but I have a specific thing well, I want to talk to you about. You know, Augustus. It's like that before you launch on Sunday. It's like that old saying. It's amazing how much smarter my old man gets the older I get. Uh, it's, 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 it's interesting to live that. Yes. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day. He says, Pop, Pop. Uh, actually, he's thanked me. Uh, and that was unusual. 
uh, well, as he gets older. I believe he's 30-something, 30 31. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's age good. to start coming around. I mean, you know the old saying. You know, I'm sure you've heard okay. the old Churchill saying: if if you're not a conservative when you're 25, you don't have a heart, and if you're not a, I mean, if you're not a liberal when you're 25, you don't have a heart, and if you're not a conservative by the time you're 40, you don't have a brain. <laughs> I've not heard that, but I like it. Um, okay, so this is what happened on Sunday. I need everybody's help, and I already reached out to Joe. Traveling down the road, going to go to In and Out Burger. I had my phone. I had my phone. I took it from, um, I think it was my lap, and I and I just and I put it. I had it somehow in my hand for no more than three seconds. I put it on my my leg. It slips down right, and it's okay. So I just traveling along, and I, I felt this CHP guy in back of me. You know, you just know. Yeah. They, they kind of move over slow. So next thing you know, he. Uh, puts on the speaker and I'm traveling and I get off the exit and I pull up and uh, somewhere safe and he comes up to the window and he says to me uh, he, he says to me license um, registration or whatever he says and mm-hmm. I said uh, officer why did why did you stop me and he goes listen to this this is crazy my partner saw you with the phone using your phone or your phone in your hand and I go, uh, that's that's not correct. Number one, and number two, do you listen? Literally, this is how it happened. Do you have any video evidence? Do you have? Do you have a video of that? He says no. I go okay, and that got me off and running. Okay, because I'm like, uh, and I have to preface this whole story with the fact that um, I did not feel one moment. And I don't know enough yet. Okay, but I didn't feel one moment of. Uh, nervousness, anxiety. I don't have a handle on everything, but I'm te- uh, anxiety or any angst or anything. I'm like, you know what? This is ridiculous. <laughs> so to my in my head. So I go, uh, and he says, and he asks for the license, registration, insurance again. And I said, uh, instantly, I said, I'd like a supervisor on the scene, please. And he starts saying the same thing to me. So we went back and forth at least ten times, and I said. I said, I need a, I'd like, I'm requesting a supervisor on scene right now. I would like the supervisor. I mean, and I started to get a little bit more animated, okay? Mm-hmm. So he finally gets the idea. It's probably about, I don't know, probably about 35 or 38, it seems like. He gets the idea finally into his head that I'm not moving and I'm not budging. So he says, he, and I said, is there a supervisor on the way? He says, yes. I go, okay, thank you. And he keeps trying to bait me with getting me to talk. And I said, I don't answer any questions. Okay, literally, and things things next to me in the car, and she, I, I know she's just like her heart's probably pumping like this. <laughs> right, right. Because you got this little Filipino girl. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I'm, I'm going to continue real quick. So, so the guy comes up, Sergeant Burton, his name is, and he comes up closer, and um, I go hi, and he starts to say. Uh, you know, we need your license for I said, uh, well, I don't, I understand what you're saying, but I don't agree with what you're, what you're asking for. And I didn't want to get into a big confrontation. So, uh, we start talking and I start explaining and I, and I go, check this out. He goes, are you a sovereign? Sovereign. I go, excuse me. I said, what are you talking about? I, I don't even know what, what, what is it? Right. Because I don't want to be lumped, uh, what's it called, uh, grouped, or 
or put into that category, right? So I said, no. I, I, I can tell you, number one, I don't even know what that is. So the answer is no, I'm a national. And I explained about the national. And I did not, by the way, everybody, if you don't, <laughs> my other car, water pump went out, so I'm using Bing's car. In my other car, I have all my documents right uh, there ready to go. Of, course, of course you're in the other car. car. Yeah, of course. Huh? Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> so so, uh, so what I did was I reached out to two people, including my other son, and I said, I said, can you, I said, what do you have? So it turns out that I had, text, I had texted him, so he texted me back, blessings I don't believe. So I, re, I said, officer, do you mind if I read you something? So I read my affidavit, my citizenship evidence, and I don't think he's catching it, but he's, he's nice and respectful, right? Mm-hmm. So as we move along, I said, you know what? I said, uh, I, said I appreciate you listening to me. And uh, I will give you this, and I hand—I do handle my license because I—that's what I have at the moment. And there's one thing I did blow, uh, and that is that if you ever get stopped, you ask them instantly to run your passport, and the passport yep. number was on my affidavit, on my phone, and I didn't do that. Oh, yeah. Well, just an—you know—it's just an oversight, and it's for the audience. You get caught in these situations, and it, it, you know you—you you don't think clearly, and you, it, that's part of people going to court, you know, for uh, people like us to go to court in there, you're just totally intimidated by the situation. You forget stuff. So it's understandable. Go ahead, Augustus. All right. So, so, um, let me see. So I gave it to him. I said, yeah, please do. You've been very respectful. I said, please, I I want you to run me and not thinking. And I, again, that if they would have run the passport, it's only been February 14th, maybe even later than that. So it's probably maybe not even in the system. Okay. I don't know if it is or not. So it's very interesting for me to find out what's up. So he comes back and and he he tells me that uh, he's giving me a ticket. And I said, and he goes, I need you to sign this, like what it looks like on, on this license. And I said, um, hmm. I said, I, I can't remember what I said, but um, he started to basically next to now. Now there are six cop cars. They're blocking off the road. They're around me. I have video of this. And they're around the car. Wow. And, you know, young and old guys. And I mean, it's, I mean, it was like, it was like I was creating a, a capital offense or something. Right. Well, you're very dangerous. You're very, da- you're, da- you're very, you're very dangerous to them because you're not complying the way that everybody else would. I know. I know. You should, it was crazy. Oh, guess to check this out. I also find out that the two people that stopped me, they're not even there, they're not even in their area number one, and the guy is one of the guys is brand new, probably two days old, and the other one is brand new too. Oh. The guy, the Burton Sergeant Burton. So here I have these guys, these young guys, these young bucks trying to trying to intimidate me. Okay, and I don't think they appreciated the fact that I took the stance because I don't really care. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to send in the ticket, which now I'm going to get to. So anyway, no, 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 check this out. So he goes, uh, so I said, here, hand me that. So I hand, I hand it to me, and I wrote down without prejudice, right? Mm-hmm. And then he, I hand it back, and he goes, no. Uh, and he goes over, he talks to the other guy, uh, the other young guys, and he comes back, and he goes, well, I need, I need something that looks like a signature, that, you know, looks like this. And he points to my signature on my license. So I say. Contract, uh, con- I contract, say. contract, contract. No, no, no. So, uh, so wait, so, so he started, then he goes, well, if you're not going to sign it, then uh, you're going to go to jail. 
and I go, okay, so you're telling me you're going to take my, and he says, I'm going to break the window. So I said, uh, okay, so Bing's next door to me, you know, next to me, and she's freaking out, I'm sure, okay? And at the end of the day, I said, all right, damn it. So I had to make a decision, and I said to myself, okay, according to Joe and everybody else, I take this thing, I take this ticket, I send it in to wherever, which is going to be my question everyone in a moment. And uh, so I signed, so I, I just scribbled something. He takes over to the young buck, and the young buck says, okay, I guess. But in the meantime, when I didn't do it, the guy starts, the, guy, the young guy, he starts putting, you know how you put on your gloves, like your workout gloves, like these gloves that they wear? He starts putting them on, and, and like he's got, you know, slowly, like, like he's ready to go. Then I have another another CHP guy over by Bing by the rear view mirror, ready to go. And then I have another guy. I mean, they're like they're surrounded. The car is unbelievable. I have video. I'm crazy. And the whole time, I'm like, you know what? I don't even. This is crazy. Number one, and I don't agree with it. Number two, and I didn't do anything wrong. And I said to Bing, I said, look, I didn't do anything wrong. Okay, and she actually she agrees. I didn't do anything wrong. I wasn't using my phone. I had it from maybe three seconds, four seconds to put it on my lap and they're just looking for money. Okay, number one, or they're looking to uh, put a notch in their belt and that doesn't happen with me. Okay, because I'm like Joe, I guess you could say. So anyway, so at the end of the day, I sign the thing, he gives me the ticket and so I, I, I go up about 100, about 100 yards, I take a U-turn and as I'm going by, they look at me and I just wave and smile. <laughs> Good ending. So that's what happened. Oh, I also said to them, huh? Good ending. A good ending. Uh, So, oh, in the meantime, I said to the sergeant, I said, hey, because you know before, I said, sergeant, I said, do you like In-N-Out Burger? He goes, "Uh uh-huh. And I said, you know what? That's where we're headed. That's where we were headed. (laughs) Oh, oh, wait, there's something very important. So I said to him, you know, after he listened to me about the national, I said to him, um, and he goes, okay, I have to go talk to those, you know, the officers. I said, uh, I said, Sergeant, um, it seems like you're reasonable. I think that um, hopefully you can have influence on them and uh, everything will work out. Something, something to that effect, you know. But So we went back. But what are they going to do? Now the sergeant comes. They have to stick to their guns. They have to be a jerk about it. So at the end of the day, I got this I got this thing, and, and uh, I have a court date, and, and I have all my paperwork um, ready to go. But my question to everybody is, who do I send it to? Joe suggested um, uh, writing something about them defaming me while they are um, calling me a sovereign. So there you go. That's the story. So what? I'm now I'm ready to listen to anybody, and I'll take notes. Uh, clerk of the court is maybe copy the judge would be my initial gut feeling on who to send uh, any kind of your copy your notice to and your affidavit and stuff along with probably an abatement if you want to take that tactic. Does uh, Joe, you got anything to add here? Is Joe with us this morning? must be out giving a guitar lesson um that would be my initial feeling is to and you can read on the internet about the abatement process it's not something i'm totally up to speed on okay uh you got to remember i haven't driven a car in like almost 15 years (laughs) something like that so uh uh, that would be right, my first well, suggestion. I, I Whether we're going to get a couple, on, ask, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Joe, Joe is having trouble. 
Sunday. Joe's what? Joe's having trouble. Whenever he's in PPN2, he has trouble talking. He just jumped into PPN Studios. So, okay. Uh, Joe, are you there now? Joe? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Hey, Joe. Hey. Yeah, I was just saying, like, he should probably write up a thing because when you get pulled over, you're technically under arrest. And um, they're supposed to read you your rights. Miranda. Yeah. So he has to write to them saying he wasn't properly Mirandaized. Mirandaized, however you say that. Um, that would be one thing because he's not supposed to give them any kind of information. It says anything you say or do can and will be used against you. Mm -hmm. So doing something as, such as that handing him over your ID can be used against you. Uh, that's a good tactic just for everybody as long as we're getting into this again is when they pull you over, Augustus, say, am I under arrest? Okay. And they go, no. Okay. And you All go, right. well, am I free to leave? Now, now they're in a, now they're in a corner. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, it's just, you know, some of those things that have come up on here. And uh, for everybody listening, that's another reason to try and catch the shows or the replays is, you know, these topics come up. They're totally spontaneous. A lot of the stuff that comes out of them is incredibly important. And we can't cover it every time. I can't give it in the show description because we cover so many topics. And I just, quite frankly, forget about it. Uh, but uh, anyway, that is a really good approach. If you're pulled over, am I under arrest? That's the first question. The other thing you did utilize, Augustus, is I don't answer questions. That's a good one. Relatively new. But uh, that am I under arrest when they pull you over? Because technically you are. Okay. Now, the thing that gets me about this one with you is you weren't even using your cell phone up to your head or anything. You were just moving it from one part of the car to your lap. No, no, no. Yes, correct. And even Bing admits it. She, believe me, she would be the one to say, "You're, you know, you didn't do it. Or you're a fault." Right. In a nice way. Right. Right. But, no, I wasn't doing anything. Well, That's why I, I had an attitude. Right. Because I wasn't even. I said I didn't do anything wrong. Right. And, and then you got two young bucks. One of them's been there a couple of days, and the other one's been there a couple of minutes. And they're out trying to exercise their little authority and pulling somebody over for for using a cell phone when you weren't even using it up to your head is just, uh, well, that right there is the first thing. Roger, um, he also noticed uh, that well, what, Murakot, go ahead. Rod, Rod, I mean, Augustus, I think he put out all his notices. Um, he can also make a laminated copy like you've mentioned to us before to keep in the cars. Yep. of his affidavit and the passport right and then um noticing uh the court right away also to make sure that they have the affidavit yeah yeah that's my question that's my question because i i, I was going to go down to the chp locally about five three about five miles away and make sure i hand it to them then number two you're telling me that i have to go i should be going to the court which is up on claremont mesa boulevard which you guys don't know about that, but it's like 20 minutes away. And who do I hand it to? And I want to make sure that they you, have it. I would, go to, I would go to, I would go. What do I say? Go, and what do I include? I would go to the clerk of the court. All right, go ahead. Somebody's going to try something. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, there's going to be like time logs, a connectivity on a cell phone. And then you go to his carrier. 
Well, now there's a there's. I don't want to do. Do I need? If you were going to go to trial, if you were going to go to trial, that's something you 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 bring up there. The first thing you want to try and do to to me in my mind is cut it off at the pass, and I don't know that going to CHP. It might not be a bad idea to further alert them, okay? But they've taken that ticket already and passed it on to the judicial system. So it seems like you want to go to the clerk of the court. Going to CHP wouldn't be a bad idea, okay? Because anytime we can help to educate these people and we get an opportunity, I think we should take advantage of it. But at this point, it seems to me, Augustus, if I know how these things work, that the clerk of the court who dockets these cases and stuff uh, – is the person you're going to want to go to. Did you notice the DA in that county? Yes, I did. Well, there you I go. Did. There you I go. Different things I did. Okay, well, you can go to the district attorney, you can go to the clerk, either one of those two. That's the first place I think you'd go. I'm not going everywhere. Okay, does anybody so, have any comment on that? Agents. I will, um, because the court is not your adversary. Your adversary is the district attorney. Right. He or she is the one who documents. So um, you notice the court through the filing, but with a certificate of service, you send it to the DA as well. Well, you, you can do service. You can do certified. You can you just get it. You court without. Okay. You Sorry, want, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, a certificate of services for lawsuits, I, I, I don't know that you'd utilize this here. You could, if you want to mail it to him, do certified return receipt requested. But you need to contact. What do I, uh, please. All right, hold on. This female's trying to talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying you cannot speak to the court without uh, noticing your adversary, and the adversary is the DA. Right. Well, she's ar- he's already no- – well, hold it. You see, he's already noticed them after he filed the affidavit. Mm. He's trying to stay out of court. So, so. I was going to – right. I, I just want to I just want to put – send the pe- paperwork in and see what happens. Yeah, I want you to do that. Yeah, the, I, I, I mean – Yes. It sounds like if you do that and they continue to move forward on this, that that's when you'd go back to your carrier and get Uh the phone records. If you had to go in and now you've got the affidavit and the fact that there was no call on your cell phone, according to the cell phone company's records, if you have to go into a court setting. Well, I've looked at the statute or whatever you want to call it, and it says that you can't use – my question to this is how are you going to use the phone if you can't touch it? And but, according to the statute that I read, it says that you suppose it's, – it's, nebul- it's pretty nebulous, and the fine was $25 on the first one and $50 on the next one. And according to Bing, I had a friend who just happened to do something like that. It's like 100 and then my other guy that I work with, he 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 got he was texting or whatever, and he had to go to traffic school, which is a big expense too. So I'm trying to stay out of this. So I want to put everybody on. When I say put everybody on notice, I'm just going to what what verbiage? Uh, please take care of this. Please get rid of this. Please. Uh, um, you would have to contact the sheriff. Uh, what do I say? The chief. 
It was not the sheriff. It was the California sheriff. Highway that's Police. County, that's the county sheriff. Okay. Oh, okay. It's a CHP, California Highway Patrol. But uh, either way, Roger, it's still a, um, a policy or a law, whatever they call it, for a U.S. citizen. It's not for a national. Well, that's right. But you, but you're that's uh, we know that here, but they don't even know what a national is. Right, but he noticed all these people. That's right. To contact. Well, he uh, he ought to be able to contact the DA directly. You put him on notice. I sent you this. You got copies of that, I'm sure, Augustus, back in January, February, whenever it was. And this has happened. And see how they respond. Hey, hey, Rod. Basically, uh, I I want to document that. I want to document that I responded. That's number one. So I'm going to send. I'm going to spend the money, and I'm going to send it to the DA along with the copy of this ticket. And I'm going to basically say, uh, I'm going to say, please, uh, please take care of this. Hold it, hold it, hold it, Augustus. Hold it. You said you're going. Hold it, Augustus. You said you're going to send him the money. If you're going to pay the money, you won't have to do deal with any of this. No, 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 no. I mean the certified. I mean the certified receipt. Okay. I mean, like to document that I sent it. I want right. my green. I want my right. green postbox. Right. Well, I appreciate the fact. You see, here you got something with a fairly nominal amount of funds, twenty-five bucks, and Augustus has chosen to go with the principled approach, and I want to uh, address this and confront it, which I I appreciate. Okay. Uh, I'd say contact the DA first, Augustus. It'd be my feeling. Maybe somebody else has another approach. But that and the clerk of the court probably at the same time. But the DA's who you put on notice, and that's the guy you ought to center on right there. Hey, Roger. Yes. Hey, Roger. All right, hold on, hold on. Everybody can't talk at once. Who was the first one? I know you're out there, Alan. Who was the first one? Hey, it's Byron. Okay, go ahead, Byron. Uh, I just want to say something that, that I came across when dealing with my court cases is when I mailed something to the clerk of court and it was received, I got my green card back, they still didn't record it. It wasn't recorded until I went into court and handed it to the DA myself, and then they recorded it. There. That That's why I think you ought to take the time to go over there personally, Augustus, would be my feeling. Go ahead, Byron. That's, that's what me personally, that's what I do now. And I walk in with two copies. I give them one, and I have them stamp my copy saying received. Yes. So that I know that they received it, and I have proof they received it. Right. That's all. Right. Okay, good suggestion. Alan, how you doing? We had not heard from you in a while. Good, Raj. Uh, I think he needs to write up an affidavit with a statement of facts, exactly what happened there in the stop. Not a bad idea. That, along with his affidavit of citizenship. Uh, and give to them at that time because then they would have to rebut his affidavit as to what they're saying he did. Not a bad idea, and I would put in there that well, I was now, not. Now, I know I, that, but now that's not the point. Hold on. That's not the point of being a national. The point of being a national is we're supposed to be out of the system. Right. I'm trying to figure out if that's the true or not. Well, it is true, but you got people that don't understand it, that, that don't know what you're talking about. They think everybody's in the same system. That's the problem. 
Okay, and that's what you're kind of do is going in in a sense and educating them. And I like Alan's idea of immediately sitting down today and writing out an affidavit. This is what happened. I was traveling on highway so and so. I moved the cell phone from one thing to my lap. I never brought it to my ear. I da 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 da. da. This happened. This happened. This happened. Go get it notarized and deliver that with a copy of your affidavit to the Secretary of State to the District Attorney. May I just add it to Secretary? Yeah, I can. Hold on. What about the what about Secretary of State? You just said Secretary of State, so now I'm going. With the one, the national, your national, your national affidavit, the one you didn't have a copy of in the car. Oh, okay, got you. I thought you were, you thought you were saying I'm going to send it to the secretary. No, 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 no. You're going to give them a copy of what you sent them when you put them on notice, along with an affidavit of what happened. First of all, you've been put on notice that this doesn't apply to me already a couple of months ago. Now this has happened. Here's a resubmission of that for your notice and an affidavit from my standpoint on exactly what happened on Sunday. That's perfect, Roger. Okay. That. That's your administrative remedy right there. Right, right. And there, and that will go in the record, too, by the way. May I, Roger? Yes. Yes, yeah. So um, from my perspective, you should have never given him your license. Once you hand him your license, that license comes with all these with it's a contract that licenses you're under that contract of the license that, so okay in the future even if you have a license i would never give it, that hand that license it's so called there's a ID, give them their information. there's a there's a legal term for what you're talking about is called prima facie evidence because you signed it because it's a driver's license you had to say you're a resident to get it it's prima facie evidence you're a resident I understand. Yeah. I'm not um, at the point, man. Well, I, I'm just adding that. I'm Look, I embellish that for the audience, Augustus, not necessarily to you in this particular situation. This is a learning forum, okay? Hopefully. Roger? Yes. Roger, um, in his affidavit of fact, he needs to list what happened. He also needs to list where they violated his rights. They didn't Mirandize him. And he was forced to show his driver's license under threat of force. Well, that's true, too. All that stuff I'd put in that affidavit, Augustus. Okay, hold on, Paul. Augustus got a lot of stuff being thrown at him here, right here. Okay, Paul, what you got? Um, Also, Augustus, if they give you a ticket and they want you to sign it and they won't take no for an answer, sign it. Very carefully with your signature. Very carefully. V.C. and your signature. And it's signed under duress and that signature doesn't exist on that paper. V.C. Very carefully. Okay, well, that's a new one on me. I did, I did without prejudice. Okay, well, I, I did without prejudice. Well, that, in that case, when you're being presumed to be in that condition because of the prima facie evidence of the driver's license, that was correct. Hi, Rod. Yes, well, Alan. Uh, yeah. Wait, may uh, I say what BC stands for? 
and it's the Galactus. It's under duress, but it's a Latin term, and all courts understand Latin. Yeah, it's it's threat of force. It's it's a forced signature. You could also put you could all you could also put TDC up there, threat, duress, or coercion. TDC, same thing. I just can't believe they surrounded him and started putting their gloves on right away. No kidding. With a mild conversation, you have no idea, and you don't understand. I got this. I got this little Filipino wife. Okay, and they're gonna break the window. I'm quote unquote going to jail. What's she gonna do? Right, right. right. I, I had to make a. I had to make a choice. No, I think I you handle it, Augustus. I think. I think you handle it real well under the circumstances. Okay. Uh, somebody was trying to say something there a second ago. Was it you, Alan? Somebody was trying to get in. Yeah, yeah, it was me. I wanted to. Uh, Somebody was saying to put on in your affidavit that they violated your rights, but that's not so. The affidavit has to be only facts. You can't put right. you can't right. try your case in the right. affidavit. Right. It can just, only just, be facts. Just the just the sequence of the things as they happen to the best of your description and go get it notarized. I'd say today if possible, Augustus. Uh, well, Joe said, uh, uh, hold Joe on. Said when, I, when I reached out to Joe, Joe said that Joe said that uh, one of his comments was it was hearsay because I said instantly, "Do you have video evidence evidence of this?" And he said, "No." The other thing he says, "My partner saw you." I'm thinking to myself, "Okay, what about you? You're coming up to my door, my window, and telling that's, me that my partner saw that's, you have yourself." Well, that's a that's a that's a real good point right there. I don't know how viable it is, but it's a good point. Now, who was the female that was trying to say something there? It's Annie. Um, I just want to offer a phrase that a gentleman had given us uh, a month or two ago. I, I forget his name. begins with a T. But he said, he said when he gets pulled over, he says, what are your specific yeah. articulable facts right. for my detainment? Right, right. And that's, so we need to put that on the top of our <coughs> program so we can remember to say Yeah, it. that was TP, and that's a very good thing. What are the particular articulable facts, what, however he said it? Yeah, go ahead. For my detainment, because they can't told, detain you. Well, they're technically arresting you, know you when now, they pull. Is, like Roger. Go ahead, Augustus. Hold on, hold on, Annie. We can't both talk at the same time. Augustus, speak your piece. Okay. Like Roger has mentioned, okay, you're in a situation, they're tyrants. They're 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 forcing you to do something. Do I want to try this thing on the side of the mm-hmm. road for mm-hmm. holding myself supposedly holding my cell phone no. for three or five three or five seconds? The answer is no. I'm not going to do that because of my situation, along with my wife, putting her in a very stressful situation. And I don't. I, I, it's that's just too much in order for. And then they. I mean, within two minutes, there were four. There were four cars. It was crazy. So I'm not going to. I appreciate what you're saying. I really do. But you, when you're in the situation, and I'm learning, I only can learn and be reasonable and try to educate and react to it the best I can. Right. I can make this all go away. I could pay the hundred dollars and I could go to traffic school, and that'll be that. Okay. But I want to test 
Believe it or not, this is straight up, Roger. I want to test what you say. Well, I want you to. I want you to because this whole thing is so ridiculous. The fact that they're pulling you over, you're under the speed limit, you're not doing anything, you're not driving erratically, and this guy's partner sees you move a cell phone. You didn't even put it up to your ear, right? No. Okay. So the whole whole pretense of the whole thing's ridiculous with just a couple of young cops trying to show their authority. Their newfound authority. Correct. Correct. May, may I yes, you may. <laughs> Just let us get finished. It's hard with Augustus's phone to, to uh, because of whatever. Yes, is it Annie who, who was trying to say something? It was Sherry. A felony stop only requires two police cars, and so when six show up, that tells you the fear they have about the document. And your statement about being a national. Yep. And I then don't understand they blocked the road. They they blocked the road. They thought they were going to have a little gunfight on the at the OK Corral, didn't they? That is, was this was this the end of the correct. month? No, this happened yet day before yesterday. Okay. So I think you so got. Okay. Well, so here's the plan, and I. I I have to go, guys, because I, I work. So, excuse me, I'm not trying to be an answer okay. and I'll listen and all that. But basically, here's my plan. Let me tell you my plan, and then I'll back off, okay? I'll step aside because I've taken a lot of everybody's time. I am going to state my – I'm going to get an affidavit. I'm going to type up an affidavit of what the facts that happened, not to just the facts, okay? And then from there – I'm, I'm, it looks like I have to go get it notarized. Correct. Interesting that I have to go do that according to what you're saying. Well, it's not an affidavit. Hold on, Augustus. Hold on. Hold on. It's not an affidavit unless it's notarized. Otherwise, it's a statement of facts. Okay. So, like, so why don't I just put a statement of facts with my signature? Because the notary, because it, when or, it's no, ho, ho, ho. When it's notarized, it's considered to be court testimony. When it's a statement of facts, it's not. I like it. Uh-huh. I was getting there. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to deliver it along with two copies to get one stamp by what Byron said, okay, and then um, uh, and then up to the DA. So I'm going into the court to, number one, to file it in that, which is an easy, kind of an easy thing to do. And then also now I have to go to the DA. My question to everybody is, what's the understanding about the 72 hours? How stringent is that, and how important is that? I'm obviously going to say it's important. It's almost 72 Absolutely. It's, it's a different type of process than you're doing. It's called an abatement. You have 72 well, hours to cancel any contract. No, no, you have 72 hours to cancel any contract. When he handed you the ticket and asked you to sign it, that was acceptance of the contract. That's true. So you have 72 hours to get rid of that contract. And uh, who does he well, I would have asked. Uh, please let us get through this. It's difficult, okay? Go ahead, Paul. Um, I don't know exactly who you send it to. I think you just um, clerk of the court. Else can answer. Clerk that. of the clerk court. Of the... Okay. Okay. Now, well, it's a, the, court. The, it's a court. It's a court. It's a place. Got it. 
Okay. Right. Well, and, the first thing I would have done is when the cop started putting on his gloves and when additional cops started showing up, I would have called him on it right on his body camera. You know, what are all these additional units here and, and why are you, I did. Uh, why I are did. you making I did. a big... I have it on video, Paul. Paul, yeah. I have it on why video. Are you making a... like this. I took my camera around. I said, so you're going, so you're going to break my window and take me to jail. Quote, you're going to take me to jail and break my window for, for what, what has happened here. I said, I think that's a little ridiculous. I I can't remember, but I have it on video. It's four minutes and 25 seconds. Okay. And I appreciate everybody, you know, what you should have done. Okay. But I, well, that's the way we learn. That's the way we learn. I guess that's the way we learn, buddy. Drill practice rehearse. You had never been in this situation before. I think you did an admirable job. All things considered. Okay. Next time, should it happen again, you'll be better prepared. This is the way we learn. Oh, yes. Going Appalled. forward, the, make copies the ne- of everything for yourself. <sighs> the next, the next thing I was going, the next, oh. one second, one second. The next thing I would have done is if they had six cars there, I would have said I'm not answering any questions until I have a, an attorney present. Find me one. Get one here. Okay. Because I am not, Let me tell you I am not said. represented here go ahead I have, a, I, have to tell, I have to remind you i have a i have a ver, i have a philippine wife that is cool she's the best but i was in the, i was in the sun for an hour it's hot i gave him an inch or two inches i did not give him any access to the car sweating like a pig okay at the end of the day uh he says he says well i've talked for we've talked for an hour he says i've listened to you right would you agree that I listened to you? I said, yes. I go, okay, well, at this point, blah, blah, blah. So I hear what you're saying, but again, it was friggin' 85 degrees in a car or more, and you just sweat pouring down. Yeah. And I would not give them, I would not yeah. give them. I would, uh, Augustus, I, I, th- I, I think you should write up an affidavit as to the facts, take a copy and and uh, uh, down there. And also start and do a little homework on the abatement process and do that at the same time. In other words, that's going to be through the mail. That's going to be that's going to be through the mail, the abatement process. But do the other, and you probably need to uh, get on that. Yes, one more thing. What was that? One more thing. So I like what Paul said. Please cancel his contract. A call to action at the end of my affidavit. Please cancel. Please cancel this contract. Period. So I have the I have my uh, documentation on my citizenship evidence. I have my uh, uh, that I put everybody on notice. And then the third thing is is that um, inside the affidavit saying, please cancel this contract. Yeah. You can also put the DA on notice that he never should have docketed the case if 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 if, it's, it's, if, it's if you actually have a court date. If you actually have a court date and the DA docketed the case after he's been put on notice, then irrespective of what happens with your cell phone ticket, you're going after that DA for violating your rights. Okay. But that's- Just let him know. Augustus, do you have the uh, Hold on. Somebody's trying to ask Augustus a question. Who was it? It's Byron again. Augustus, do you have Telegram? 
Do I have Telegram? Are you? Well, yeah. I'm on with Murka. Yes. Yeah, that's Telegram. Okay. I just posted in there a copy of a ticket and what they wrote on it. And it tells you, I would just copy it because it's pretty darn good. No, that's the abatement process, right? Oh, copy Correct. which copy of which? Oh, that's the, the abatement, but I'm not doing that yet. No. Well, you probably could do both of them, give yourself a little insurance on the abatement side, but I, the other and delivering it to them is where you're going to really hit rubber meets road. Okay, I'm not sure about what the abatement process is. I haven't looked you're, at that. You're, 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 negating a, you're negating a contract. You're negating a contract. you got 72 hours to negate it. That's what you're doing technically, okay? 73 hours is too late, so get on it. Yeah. Augustus on that, same same as with the other. What I would do is walk in with a copy of that and give them the original and have them stamp the copy received. And when you look in the Telegram group, you'll see what it is and uh, and how to write it on there. It's, it's straight to the point. We're sending the contract. Okay. So try both, Augustus. So let this, us... happened, this happened 12 on, what's today, Tuesday? Yes. So I would think the 72 hours is business. The 72 hours is business days, not Sunday. Ah, interesting. Well, it happened on 12 o'clock Sunday, so 12 o'clock Monday, 12 o'clock Tuesday, 12 o'clock Wednesday. Today's Tuesday. So if I do it today or tomorrow morning... Well, I try and yeah, I try and get it in the mail today. I try and get it in the mail today just to be safe. But I I don't know your schedule. So. I was going to hand deliver it. I'm going to hand deliver it. Okay. Well, you don't hand deliver the abatement. I think you ought to just mail it to them. But you can hand deliver the others. I guess you could hand deliver the abatement. I don't know. I've never done one. Can I say something? Yeah. yeah well, I guess Joe. Everybody else wants to go ahead. It, it sounds like. Um, they were doing some kind of sting operation and they thought he was the suspect. That's what it sounds like. If that many cars showed up so quickly, I think they had something on call for something else. And then you screwed up their plans essentially. But you were like their suspect. They could have, they could have, they could have run my, they could have run my license plate. They could have run my license plate. They could have found out it would have come up me being a national possibly. And they're like, okay, who knows? That's conjecture. Well, see, we don't know how these, uh, that's interesting. We don't know how these things work internally. I don't know, Joe, if I agree with that. Doesn't sound like Augustus with his Philippine wife is much of a a suspect, but it may be. According also, also these guys were both brand new. I think that's a, real important wrinkle roger yes i mean brand new uh i think the when the sergeant came up the one of the first questions was are you sovereign and i think that's probably why Why that's why the six cars were there that's right i I agree with that yes and i also i want to say uh you know when you're driving and you're distracted, situational awareness is so important. So if if you know somebody's around you, you don't move your phone. So please be aware when you drive or travel. 
Well, my yeah, be, are my you other got... car, my other car has tinted. My other cars have tinted windows. My other car has tinted windows as dark as you can get. That's legal, and this one doesn't. So yeah. that's part of it too. Yeah. But so he thought he saw something, and he just wanted to. Uh, he wanted to spray on. You know, he wanted to mark his territory. So. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. Okay. okay cool. All right, Augustus, I, you got to go. So I'm going to try it. Yep. Go do what you got to do, <laughs> and uh, I know you do. And uh, let us know how it turns out. Check back in with us, okay? Oh, sure. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you, you, buddy. Bye-bye. Good luck. Go play with the new granddaughter. Um, ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, folks. But that's where we are. Okay. Roger, would they yes. accept um, your affidavit and stuff on your phone? You have a picture of it. I have no, I have no idea. I have, I have no, I have no idea. But you ought to have a copy. Yeah. Of, you ought to have a copy of that stuff in your cars. And there's another lesson from Augustus's story. He got it in one car. Doesn't have it in the car he was in. Well, the other thing is that I think part yeah. of it we should put that phrase. What are your specific articular facts for my detainment? on there because I know if I got stopped by I could not remember that phrase. So yeah. it has to be written down to in order to remember it with your affidavits. Right. Stuff. Well Just maybe a, maybe if you're out there traveling a bunch, that's a good phrase for you to burn into your memory. And uh I think I have a question. Okay. Go there's, ahead. there's a question. Um Yes, because the phrase they use now is that you're not detained; you're under investigation. How do you how do you sideline that one? Well, am I free to leave? I think your passport. Am I free? If I'm not free to leave, then I'm under arrest. Correct. That's how I'd address it. Well, that's what I asked. No, you're under investigation, and you're not free to leave. Well, then, I, then I'm under arrest. What are the particular articulable facts for my arrest? What are you What are you going to say, Mike? I tell him that I'm not legally obligated to help with your investigation. Yep. I think if you have a passport oh, card, it says "Do not detain" on it. Yeah, well, see, that's the first thing is uh, Augustus hasn't gotten or didn't have his passport card with him and gave him a driver's license. I don't believe it says that on the card, but it does in the passport. It does in the passport book. I put it on my affidavit. I put that on my affidavit and sent it in again. Yep, that's not a bad idea. Put what? The verbiage out of the passport about not detaining. Right. I like that. Mike, what were you saying? Mike didn't want to say it now. I said I keep I keep my a copy of my affidavit in my wallet. Right. Right. So anyway, lessons learned for all of you that are uh driving out there, traveling, whatever. It, it's without a doubt the biggest contention that we've got is this issue right here. And there's just not any clear-cut answer for it because you're talking about different jurisdictions. When you're dealing with the feds, you're talking about one jurisdiction. You're here, you're talking about little podunk towns and, you know, Judge Roy Bean. 
Roger, for the lamination of the passport, we we should laminate the book and the card. Well, uh, you could. Or which one? Because well, I think passport card is what we use for well, traveling. Right. I mean, when well, we're traveling around town. Well, I mean, there's some people on here that uh, that's the only ID they carry, period. Right, right. Okay. Well, I thought if they looked it up in the, in the database, it shows do not detain. Is what somebody had. Um, that was Lisa. Yeah. yeah, that was Lisa. That was Lisa That's out there in the same area in Southern California. I think I think Augusta's a little further south, but in the same general area. That's what I was going to say. Lisa just said your your sheet is on notice, and the DA is on notice. I think she said that, and um, she told explained the national. Um, they did the same thing to her, asking her about the sovereign. Oh yeah, well that's going to be their first question because that Southern Poverty Law Center has been has, has drilled that into their head. Okay, Roger. You know, I wanted to say something. I bet you know all this stuff around January sixth and Ray Epps. I would be willing to bet you a dollar to a donut. That Ray Epps was being paid by the Southern Poverty Law Center. That's why they're trying to avoid that so much. Just speculation on my part. I know how these bastards work. Like the fellow in Michigan, right? Yeah. I bet they were, you know, because he said nothing about sovereign in there. Right. You know. Right. Roger. Yes, Samuel. Hey. Um. You know, there's two approaches to that traffic stop, and I've been grinding it over in my head. And, you know, as citizens, you know, subject matter is an argument. But as nationals, we really should stick with the fact that they don't have jurisdiction. Okay. Now, what you're talking about, hold on, hold on. Okay. What you're talking about technically is in personam or subject matter. There's two types of jurisdiction, in personam, your personal jurisdiction, and subject matter jurisdiction. Go ahead. Right. And as a national, you want to get them to realize that that's what you are and you want to stick on jurisdiction. That's right. how no, I would approach I, it. I agree with now, that. Now, if they, if, if, if they want to ignore that, the second time, thing I would ask them, okay, is this a civil or a criminal detainment or arrest now they have to either tell you what you did and you tell them you're not contracting or they have to read you miranda and you get an attorney present before you answer anything any traffic stop it ain't civil baby it's criminal those traffic are in the criminal code well, like Theo, you just keep saying, nope, national. Yep, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what you do. And I'll be interested to see how they react to Augustus's uh, next thrust here. Hey, hey Roger. Yes, uh, Danny. Yeah, and I, yeah, an idea I've been rolling around in my head for a while to deal with some things like this. Since there are different jurisdictions and sue them in federal court on the basis of diversity of uh, jurisdiction. Uh, I don't encourage anybody to take up lawsuits. Okay, I, and most of you people, if any of your pr- pr- 
prosecuted a lawsuit and taken and gone against these people in any kind of these formal settings? It, it, it is no fun. It is no fun. Okay. I got cut off, Roger. I have no idea where I stopped speaking, but you know, it's either civil or it's criminal. They either have to. Uh, no, all all traffic stops are criminal. All period. A L A L O. You have to get them on the record. That's the point. And if it's a criminal matter, they have to read your your Miranda, and you get attorney a present before anything is said. And let them deal with that. There's someone uh, named Bob in the chat room who said there's a new statute, in, and he has that in quotes, in California that you cannot even touch your phone while traveling. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, there's, and I said it sucks for the U.S. citizen because it doesn't apply to a national. So that's something that should not apply to us. Yeah, there's also a new thing I they're floating out there, Murr. They want to give uh, $1.2 million to every black person that's a resident of California for reparations. And the black people say, no, it's not enough. We need more. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, a good society. Eat, uh, what, what? Let's eat grandma. <laughs> Yes, Paul. Yeah. Um, Samuel's question is a great question, and let me and uh, let me see if I can explain my way of thinking. Is this a civil or a criminal arrest? You're asking them a question. You're controlling the conversation, and they either have to say it's a civil arrest. You can answer that. A criminal arrest, you can answer that. And if they say you're not under arrest, then you can answer that. Oh, oh so I'm free to go. There's no such thing no, as a civil not. arrest. Yeah, but but it's a loaded question. Any way they answer it, they're screwed. Because yeah, these aren't loaded with IQ. Right. Well, so that traffic code not is not criminal. Most of that traffic code is not criminal. I, I've always under the impression, and I've heard that whenever they pull you over, it's an arrest, and all arrests are criminal. New York and New Jersey, the handbook of of criminal and traffic law. If all traffic was criminal, they wouldn't bother to denote both names. The court but- that you go to, it's a criminal court. So they handle it under a criminal court here. In, well, they here call in it Los traffic Angeles. here. They call it traffic here. But it's anyway, traffic, the real but, point. But you go to a criminal point, court. The real FYI. point is here is don't give up jurisdiction because if they're going to force not. you to go any further, then I would bring this up. Otherwise, I would say this is my affidavit here. I'm a national. You have no jurisdiction for this stop. You should let me go now before this gets drug into court, like whatever. I mean, you don't really want to get it. You don't want to try your case on the side of the road. You don't want to try your case on the side of the road with a sub-IQ guy with a gun on his hip. You want to put the foundation down. So that when you do your affidavit that's based on jurisdiction, you can point out that they were noticed, that 
you are a national, not a citizen, and they don't have jurisdiction. You handed them the paperwork explaining as much. That's all, Roger. Not trying it. Setting it up so that they have less to stand on should you have to enter court. Putting it on the record. And ask them what jurisdiction. They're not going to know. Hello, Roger. This is, blending the two. this is Craig. And, and may I, can... I just add that law enforcement never intervenes in civil matters. They say that's a matter for the court. You'll have to take it up with the court. They only intervene in when criminal. it's a criminal matter. That's exactly correct. Okay. Cops do not exercise civil jurisdiction. That's for courts. Now, Craig, that's why they're breaking. That's exactly why they're breaking the law, Roger. That's the point. I hate this traffic crap. I hate it. Okay, Craig, what were you trying to say? We're taking up an hour and fifteen minutes of the show today on traffic crap. Craig, what were you on to say? Uh, In 2018, I was pulled over uh, by a. by a sheriff here. I live on the west coast of California, south of San Francisco, about 30 miles. And the first words out of the cop's mouth was, do you have drugs or a gun? And like a dumbass, this is in 2018 before I was a national. I told him I had a gun and where it was. So I just finished in court two weeks ago with this whole thing. And from my experience dealing with three or four lawyers, until they have the handcuffs on you, they don't have to give you your Miranda rights. Because I've been going over this with Mark and all these other lawyers for this past, you know, four or five years. And that's here, and it might be different in other places. But my biggest takeaway from this whole thing is don't say anything to anybody. Just hand them your ID and yep. let them talk. Yep. That may be right, but you see, technically, when they pull you over, you're under arrest. Is my understanding. Okay. That that might be correct, but Dolly's lawyers, they put in um, motions because of the certain things, the way it transpired and all, and it was just pretty much ignored. And so just my biggest takeaway is don't open your mouth. Yeah. Or not do what... Do what TP recommends, and you know, ask them what their uh, what the crime is you committed, and can they articulate it? Because uh, I just feel you shouldn't say anything. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with you. Who was trying to say something there? Roger. Yes. There's a sketch, and you always, uh, I think, you say that. Uh, when you get down to it, it's about locomotion, and they are arresting your locomotion moving well, forward. Locomotion is liberty. That's Blackstone's definition. So that's what the driver's license deal does, is it puts you over under this jurisdiction where they have dim, diminution of your liberty. Okay. All right. And they've they've arrested your your forward movement. Yep. So anyway, well, good luck to Augustus, and see. Hopefully, he'll get something positive come out of that. If not, at least uh, this is a battle you can fight where the 
any negative repercussions are pretty minimal. Okay. Does anybody have anything that doesn't have to do with traffic today? Yeah, Roger. Roger. Dan in Pittsburgh, how are you? Hey, Dan. Hey, uh, you've always taught us to push the envelope, and that's what I've done. Uh, October, I sent in my naked affidavit. January, I sent in my affidavit with my passport card application. On the heels of that, I sent in a FOIA privacy request for all of the citizenship evidence in my file. Yesterday, I received a $9 certified mail from the U.S. Department of State Records Review and Release Division. Um, And we have a new pen pal contact in addition to Kelly. Now we have uh, Jay Stribling. And I encourage everyone on this call to do a FOIA privacy information request on their own file for citizenship evidence. Because, Roger, uh, you would expect that the government is thorough and and uh, has all no. of our records. No, I wouldn't. No, no, I don't put words in my mouth. I wouldn't. But go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, much to my chagrin, uh, the Department of State did not include my application for my uh, passport card, nor... Did they include either of my two submissions of my affidavit? What they did return to me was my U.S. passport renewal application from 2014. Uh, that's it. And they didn't want to put so, the new one in there or else maybe. I, I can't imagine this, but maybe it isn't over in their records department yet. I don't, I don't know. I don't have an answer for it. Well, it's got to be because they sent me my passport card. Right. But that, but passport division may be separate from from the people that you FOIA. We just don't know how they operate internally. Is the deal, Dan? Okay. Did you request yours, or did you request your straw man's information? Mine. Good. Don't, there, there are no straw. Hold it, hold it, hold it. I'm gonna stop right there. There is no straw man. You're either free or you're a slave. There ain't no damn straw man. There's Mark, all caps. Okay, so Dan, I don't know what to, what to give you as an answer. Resubmit it. Send a copy of that. And just say this wasn't in my administrative file on a recent FOIA. Please make sure it's in my administrative file. Yeah, yeah. I have a sixty day appeal period, and I will uh, follow up an appeal. And, yeah, you got all right appeal and say, look, I just did this in February with this one. Why isn't that in there? Right. Okay. Well, or why but isn't the one? Do you have evidence? Oh, do you have evidence? in it. Why isn't the one from October in there? Now, Kelly Robinson told me, well, we can't add papers, right? Do you're uh, not asking them. Well, you didn't ask them to do that. All you're submitting is citizenship evidence. You didn't have to have a passport to, to volunteer out of servitude. Right. So, anyway, Dan, follow up on it and, and, and let us know what happens, okay? Yes, sir, I will. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. 
You can see how nervous. Can y'all see how nervous they are about this? Can you see how nervous they are about this? You pull over a guy that got six cop cars surrounding him. Somebody does this FOIA thing and they don't get the information back. You see how nervous they are about this, folks? Oh, it's just a piece of paper. Yeah, it sure is. And it gets them pretty damn uptight from what I can tell. Roger, probably what they did Roger. is they radioed out and said there's a sovereign citizen. That's probably exactly what happened. Dave? And more worrisome than a felon. Do, what about a felon? We are more worrisome to them than a felon. We're more worrisome than them. We're a terrorist for them. We expose their fraud and their scam. Dave, so you... That... Go ahead, Marco. Sorry, sorry, Roger, finish. I no, no. After. Um, well, so now that they're saying sovereign, you know, they're, they're making it like a big deal for the officers and sheriffs to know that. Now they're um, kind of like putting us in danger. So... You want to talk about straw men? Can... Do you want to talk about straw that... men? The term sovereign citizen is a straw man, folks. That's a straw man. They are practicing terrorism. Of course they are. That's what they are, are terrorists. Well, I mean, you know, got Oxford English Dictionary, finest dictionary in the world. The very first definition of terrorism is intimidation by government, like in the French Revolution. Well, that's exactly what the hell we got. So now that if they call you know, one of us that we can hold them liable for, for, you know, uh, making it sound like we're something that we're not. Well, uh, any time that, that somebody confronts you with that term, you deny, 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 and you deny vehemently. But as an official, they shouldn't act like that. So we can hold them liable too. Right. I don't know if you can or not. How would we hold you, you know, the problem is, how are you going to do that? You're going to go to court and their they're, court? It's kind of like they're assaulting you. Well, they're assaulting Roger, us. How do we hold them? I, I, I think the best approach with these people would be, listen, you know, you probably think I'm a citizen. I'm not. I'm a national. That's not a sovereign. And show them the passport where it shows the national and the citizen together. And then tell them that we're a new group here in the country that is trying to help law enforcement and all of our agencies get back to the kind of government we used to have. Something like that. And so that they're on your side. We have to brainstorm this, but this would be a good conversation to have with them up front. Get them on your side. Educate them. Have them accept your affidavit so that they will actually maybe read it and ask a question. You know, whatever. But this is something I think that would be good for us to brainstorm. Is it a, a, a positive educational approach? What was it said uh, uh, to Joe from uh, New Jersey? They don't get educated from us. That's right. Well, that was one. That was one incident, though. We, I don't think it's fair to put a blanket on all 
<laughs> law enforcement officers by one one example. Well, there's a number I, of them out there with that attitude, unfortunately, you know. Um, well, here's another blanket statement. Live through the situation. Right. Uh, they blanket us with it, with theirs. It's happened they've more got, than... They've got the power, though. The, yeah, Princess, it's happened more than so once. Far, so. It's happened more often recently, so it's not just one officer doing it. So like six or seven, probably, right? In different states. I'm just trying to say, look at the numbers. I understand that, but I'm just saying, um, you know, that's still number-wise. If we're looking at how many of us are, are striving to do this versus those and if we're really trying to reach them you know i think it's still worth a a try because you know we're not here to do you know uh an eye for an eye well i'm not i can't speak for everyone um we all are talking over somebody that was trying to get in with the that's been going on all damn day use i yield please use i yield Dave was trying to say something about five minutes ago. Dave, are you still there? I am, Roger. Thanks. Um, I kind of came into the middle of Augustino's or August's story there. Did I hear him say he passed his cell phone from one leg to the other? He He put it over on his lap and it fell down off of his lap. That's what he said. And the guy, his cell phone was he on a motorcycle? He's got pulled over by a, a pair of cops that are brand damn new. One of them a couple of days, one of them a couple of weeks. Feeling their oats is what it sounds like to me. So Here's the lesson: Talk right into your microphone, Dave. Please don't turn your head when you're talking. It's hard enough. I didn't. I was talking right into it. Somebody stepped on me. Um, It's pretty safe to say that they never saw a cell phone. Because if it was down in his lap, how the hell would they, unless they got, you know, cameras that look right through the steel or the side door of your car. Um. Yeah, I didn't get it. Well, we don't either, Dave. All we know is what we're told, okay? Well, Augusta said it was windows that weren't tinted like his other car, so they probably saw him leaning over or something and just assumed, you know, or unless their car's bigger and they can look down in. Uh, As a part of cops after... As a part of uh, cops training after the academy, especially if they're that fresh on the street... They're with a training officer, usually, like somebody that's been there for years. And I find that out of the ordinary that they had two punks alone. Well, they probably don't. They, they've demonized the cops so much, nobody wants to come sign up anymore. Right? Yes. Hey, Roger, that's true because now they hire any legal aliens to work at the police in California. Yep. Hey, Roger. Yes, good morning. Hey, good morning to you, too. I got a, another question on a separate matter. I'm looking at a seller's affidavit of non-foreign status. 
regarding a real estate closing. Okay. This is a form that I have to fill out and sign to turn in to sell a property that I own. And uh, seller is a, and then there's three check boxes. And I don't think I fit into either of the three. And I must mark one of the following boxes. The first box, seller is a U.S. citizen and is not therefore a non-resident alien ah. as, such ter- as such term is described in the Internal Revenue well, Code. They don't see. They're wanting you to pay taxes on this sale. Go ahead, they're, but boy, okay. there's that's a clear cut, a clear cut uh, uh, delineation that they're targeting right back to the IRS code. Okay, so my second option is resident alien green card test. Please include no, a copy of green no, card. So no, that's, that, that's not you. Then my third option is resident alien substantial presence test. Please include copy of test. Seller is a resident alien as evidenced by the completed formula. Substantial presence test attached hereto and hereby incorporated into this certification and is not therefore a non-resident alien as such terms defined in the Internal Revenue Code and Income Tax Regulations for purposes of U.S. income tax. I don't fit in any one of these. No, it doesn't sound like you do. So uh, would I just create my own checkbox and say non-resident alien? I think you'd want to include a copy of your affidavit and an explanatory statement targeted at such and such a question. I agree. Roger, couldn't he just put N.A. on every one of the lines and put his affidavit in? Well, the the form says must mark one of the following boxes. They only give me three options. You'd think that they want you to pay tax on the sale of the property, wouldn't you? That's what it seems like. But I I purposely sent my I purposely sent my affidavit in last year to you know get my status changed. Well, why don't you do an explanatory statement and include a copy of your affidavit? Or if if you're and let's let them tell you no. If you're a national, you can't sell your property. <laughs> well, I think you you fingered it when you talked about they want their tax. Of course. part of the communist manifesto they don't even want you owning property much less making money off selling it that they don't get their cut of right but you you can put non-applicable well there was no option there wasn't there there well obviously they don't want to give you this out that's why i'd return that to them with an explanatory statement a copy or affidavit see how they react let them tell you you can't sell your property unless you're a citizen of the United States or one of those. Roger, the other day I, I had sort of mentioned that Gibson says that there's a, a lien on all the land. and I believe um, that's true. came from 33. I believe that's true. And that you can go back and sue the title company for not disclosing. And I told my title guy that he ran an office for 45 years and he says, oh, that won't work with them. He says, all they'll say to you is we disclose the fact that you have to pay property taxes. 
He said that would get them off the hook if there's a national lien. Well, it doesn't sound like full disclosure to me, but you know how these guys operate. Okay. Dan, that's, let us know how they uh, react to that. Yes, sir. We'll do. All right. What else? Roger. Yes. Don't get frustrated, but I understand why you are. And, and, and it really comes down to uh, differing beliefs. We all have these beliefs, and um, it's the ones that have the bigger guns that the beliefs win. So, you know, the only – and you say, well, we just need to have a bunch of people to, to educate and um, – well, it's going to take a long time, and I don't think we can educate the, the um, power brokers, but we're going to have to educate the public. Well, and, what you're doing, you're not – the power brokers know about this scheme, okay? So you're not educating them. They're trying to avoid getting exposed for fraud. No, I agree. I agree. We have to educate the public, and that's a, that's a hard road to hoe. Hey, listen, I've been trying to tell people this for 30 years, man. Very few people ever even want to listen. Don't tell me how hard it is. No, I know you know, and I can can hear your frustration today. So all I can say is uh, uh, it's not Monday. (laughs) Well, okay, for whatever, whatever good that is. Another thing, Roger, is like when we talk about things like this, um, it's important for all of us to to know how to deal with it in some I, way. I know and that, how to Marco. respond and how to be safe. So, I mean, there's always something. You know, we always bring up some ideas. Everybody has an idea, and we need to see if it's right or not. And we want to help each other, make yeah. sure that we we are doing the right thing. Right. Well, you, so it's good you, to talk about it. Yeah. Well, I don't disagree with that, and I know that this is a big common problem for everybody. I'm assuming all of y'all drive, okay? So, uh, uh, but it's just aggravating as hell. I get it. You're 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 not aggravated with us. You're aggravated with the situation. Or the whole situation, of, of yeah. course. Absolutely. Roger, I'd like to give a new twist on sovereign citizen. Okay, Charlie, we can. If you want to go here, I know shake you don't and, want to go. Shaking, shaking, not. Shake with a twist and shaking, not stirred. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I identified uh, three sovereign citizens. Um, if anyone can go to SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center, um, because this came out of federal court towards me. And they're talking about, um, you know, sovereign citizen because you do blank, blank, and blank. Okay. And I don't do thumbprints anymore. You could. Um, but they mentioned um, in color. In color does matter in banking and accounting. Okay. As far as thumbprints, for those who, who uh, and this will get to the three categories. Okay. I why? Hold it, Charlie. In, hold um, it. Hold it. Why does the ink color matter in certain circumstances? I know the answer, but I'm asking you. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Debits and credit. Okay. The, the, the term is a blue ink signature because blue 
copies black. So they want an original signature in blue ink in certain circumstances. That's why. Go ahead. Correct. Well, I did banking forward slash accounting. Okay. Some print, if you go to a notary, guys, look at the very last column, and it says thumbprint. Okay, and it's been used to deter fraud throughout the centuries. Okay, so, uh, and it's mentioned actually in the National Notary Association on their website. So the three organizations I identified that SPLC should put on that page that they have on their website is notaries because they have thumbprints in their book. Okay, Um, apparently they don't like segregation. So I think they need to put every insurance company um, in this country on on the sovereign citizen list. Lastly, they need to put national archives on the sovereign citizen list because what they make a statement of is sovereign citizens have got their history all wrong. And those of us that have taken the time to go to national archives, um, we have the evidence of what happened in our country where there was um, subversion. Uh, So to a certain extent, it's just best that you know. And as far as just staying silent, I agree with that. But just ask them, um, what is the definition of a sovereign citizen? They, They don't know how to answer Guys, of course they okay, don't. Seriously. There is no definition. So like, would, what's the definition of anti-Semitism? They can't answer that one either. Well, again, on this one article on SPLC's website, they've thrown everything but the kitchen sink at it, Roger. Now, I know you're not surprised. So, and like I said, they mentioned about thumbprint. They're talking about ink color. Um, people don't know their history, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, just take their nonsense and flip it back because they're, they are actually projecting. Okay. And then I had one final comment and this one, Paul, is for you. Okay. Um, I was on, I gave it to Joe yesterday and it's, um, on my, my favorite, Law Cornell. <laughs> personal jurisdiction. Okay, and then it goes down and has obtaining personal jurisdiction. I was really kind of surprised about this. Typically for a court to have personal jurisdiction over a defendant, the plaintiff needs to serve the defendant, that's another story, in the state in which the court sits. And the defendant needs to, here's Roger's word, volunteer, voluntarily appear in court. We're forgetting the term, guys. We just say we don't volunteer. Yield. Well, that's what you're doing is unvolunteering uh, with the affidavit. That's why you want to put these people on notice and don't let that fall. Put your local. If you decide to go forward with this, is your decision. Okay. Don't neglect the second most important part is putting your local people and state people on notice. Otherwise, your hill to climb is going to be a lot steeper. Okay? So. Hey, Roger. Yes, Mer. Yes, You know, this is important because we're talking all this stuff and, uh, yeah, to educate them. But stop and think a minute. Isn't it common sense not to use your cell phone or anything else distracts while you're operating machinery? 
Well, not for not for a lot of people. They're so damn addicted to the damn things they can't even pee without looking at the damn text message thing. Well, I'm just saying it's it's used as well. We're national, so we can get on the phone while we're driving. Well, that's stupid. I'm sorry. That's like sovereign citizen. Well, you're you're thumbing your nose and inviting problems. I don't think Augustus was using his phone, from what he told us. I'm just saying, why handle it at all? Well, I'm saying, you know, why speed? Why, why, either where you have to mess with the button? Why speed? You know, why speed? Yes. Right. Roger. Hold on, we got a female with the the one to say something. Who was it? It's Terry. Well, why do you have a radio or a heater in the car or any other buttons that you mess with? Oh, and don't dare take your animal in the car. They're a distraction, too. Oh, next, children? Oh, we can't deal with them in the car. They're a distraction behind the wheel. Right, but there's a little difference in your animal and the child in the back versus you driving while you're trying to text somebody, which is where these laws came from, the accidents that were the repercussion of that activity. Just think about if you're operating any other machine. But what I'm thinking is the line as to a distraction. Sorry, Mer. Common sense. They're That's bro- the line. Common line sense. To a distraction. You're operating machinery. Just put it that way and think, okay? All my dad needed to do was bug his eyes out, and we quit. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> My mother used to say, could you please well, we keep it down to a dull roar? Are controlling us with pacemakers, every other article that they put into us. So they are operating machinery without our permission. We can just go to that level if we want. Mm. Well, it's not and the I same thing at all. We're Some shows are better than others, folks. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, Roger. Uh, Hold on, Daryl. Daryl's here. Mr. Daryl's checked in with us. So, yes. Good morning. Yeah, I think. Hey, uh, possibly. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. No, we hear you. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. This uh, this idea about this uh, word term called a sovereign citizen. Um, you know. You asked for a definition of it, and uh, I think I have one. <laughs> and uh, a a sovereign citizen would be a U.S. public person who thinks that they're a private, private person, man or woman. Yep, that's not bad. That's not bad, Daryl. You want to send that down to the and, SPLC and, that, and see if they'll put it on their website? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just like the. Uh, the Freeman. Good example. They thought mm-hmm. they thought they were they thought they were private men and women, and they they were public persons uh, with public policy. Now, listen. If if you let, let's let's do a little real fundamental something really fundamental here. If if you uh, are one of those. 
uh, creatures that identifies as a uh, 14th Amendment citizen, federal citizen, what is the law of the land, Roger? Well, that would be the, uh, the, the land 14th, 14th Amendment. Yeah, and, and, and all the privileges and immunities that and, and requirements and duties required of that. So uh, that's that's the that's the law of the city. It's the law of the city. It's the law of the municipality. It's the law of the District of Columbia. It's the public policy. It's the statutes, codes, regulations, so on, so forth, yada, 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 okay? That's your law of the land as a public person. Correct. And, and, and you and, – and under that law – you have, you have consented to being a surety. You have consented, uh, well, wittingly or unwittingly, you have consented to being a surety in, uh, in that system. Now, what kind of system is that again, Roger? It's a slave system. It's a feudal system, right? It's an indentured, perpetual indentured feudal system. That's the law of the land. That's your law of the land. That that is that is the landed law that you've ent- entitled you. I mean that you've consented to. All right. Mm. That 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 you are attached to the land as a surety. This is this is what this is. Now you you're not you're not a you're not a private man or woman. Uh with the, the this other thing called the law of the land. The law of the land can be whatever whatever it is that you're serving, whatever law you're serving. Does does the do the British have a law of the land? Well sure they do. Uh, do the how about the Italians? They got some Yep. Yep, they do. Uh, Roger in, in Ecuador, do they have a law of the land there? Yes they do. Okay. Is it is it a Bill of Rights constitutional uh, Article Three uh, law? Well, it's a constitution, and it doesn't apply to you if you're not a resident or a citizen. Yeah, but its foundation isn't common law, though, is it? Nope. Although, uh, although they Darryl, still have a law, they no. do have okay. common okay. law marriages okay. recognized here, which is interesting. Inter- interesting, interesting to me. Yes, it is. That's interesting. The point I'm trying to make here to you kids, uh, and I'm, I include myself in that, I, I like to think of myself as a 66-year-old child because children by nature are curious. I don't want to grow up and, and be a know-it-all. I want to re- keep my awe and my curiosity about me, my inqu- inquisitiveness. I'm very inquisitive. I'm very asking questions. Uh, and, and this is what children do, and they're, they'll learn, okay? So <clears throat> the point I'm trying to make here is there's, there's depending upon uh, the system that you're in, they're parallel systems here, uh, and, they, and both of them are uh, law of the land. One's the law of the land in the civil system, in the feudal system, in the laws of equity, uh, in the laws of uh, communal living, in the laws of general welfare for the benefit of all. 
Okay. The other ones, uh, and these are for group rights. And I'll, let's be very clear about this. this. This is where you've accepted that it's okay to be in a socialist society. You're part of that communal membership for the benefit of all for group rights. Okay. You have abdicated. You've abdicated your individual rights, which have responsibilities and duties. And if you've lost your what you call your rights, it's because you haven't done your duties. <laughs> have you done your duty? It's true. I, uh, if you if you if rights have been infringed upon, uh, there is a uh, what I would call refer to as a legacy of generational hypocrisy of people generationally not doing their duty. Okay. And this legacy is what you're living through. And it's, it's, it's a lie. And lies and liars are like usury and usurers. Yeah, same they thing. They compound upon themselves. They they're, compound. They're generally synonymous, too. Yeah, compound interest is compound usury. It, lying uh, gets compounded. Uh, over and over and over again, uh, just in your own personal experience, you've either seen it done or you've done it yourself. And then you realize the pain and the hurt and the grief that it causes. And then hopefully you repented from being a liar. Uh, and uh, But usurers never want to repent from being usurers. And so uh, there, there's, a par- there's a similarity there. They're, they're close. They're inseparable. Usury and lying are inseparable. And uh, so, you know, it, uh, people want to claim that they are private men and women that knowing, have no concept of what that means and then want to claim their federal benefits. I, I tell you what, it just could give it could give a chipmunk an aneurysm. OK, uh, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> You know, uh, I, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like, it's kind of like cracking your head with nuts, you know, uh, you know, it's, uh, you got to be pretty hungry to keep doing that. But I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Okay. This is, this is what, this is what the, the law, uh, this, this is why in the English feudal system, you were attached to the land. In the federal feudal system, you're attached you to, the attached land. to the land. <laughs> do you, I, it, it, uh, Roger, I mean, do, I hope that, I hope everybody. I'm trying to cornbread this the best I can. Do you get it? Yeah. Okay. And and in in the Bill of Rights, Constitutional Article Three, blah blah blah, as it was supposed to be. You're not attached to the land. You have hereditament. You have family. You have blood. And you have nation. And your inheritance is a blood nation. Okay? Family. Okay? And that, that, that's why you, you lost your inheritance. Esau has got, that's how Esau has got your inheritance is made you. It brought you over into this. He tricked you. Yes, he into did. Into 
the set into into the set. And this is the switch. This is the switch. You're not you you're you're not living under the law of the, the original law of the land. You're living under the fourteenth Esau's law of the land. Yep. That's this is so important for you to you build know, this fire. But something in your, keep in, yeah. Some keeps nagging at me here, and it's yeah. we've mentioned it before on the show. I don't think we've ever really utilized it, and it might be a really good tool, and that's Title 42 and those sections 1983 and 1986, where it says the privileges and immunities of the citizens of the United States are equal to those of the white citizens. It says it twice right there in the United States Code. Excuse me, Mr. District Attorney. Can you define a white citizen for me? Mm-hmm. Right here in the code is where it is twice. Can you define this for me, please? And tell me why there's not a difference when it clearly cut is twice in the United States Code? Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's even in the so-called Constitution. It's in there. Yes. Right there. So, um, may I, anyway, may I read something about lying real quick? Lying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. I found it Give extremely difficult myself to be a match for the dialectical perfidy of that race. Ooh. How futile it was to try to win over. Such I know where I, I know what this is, and I know what you're going to say. Go ahead, Mur. Start again at the beginning for everybody else's attention, and God bless you for finding this. Mm-hmm. I found mm-hmm. it extremely difficult myself to be a match for the dialectical <laughs> perfidy of that race. How futile it was to try to win over such people with argument, seeing that their very mouths distorted the truth, disowning the very words they had just uttered. And adopting them again a few moments later to serve their own ends in the argument. Thank you, Uncle Adolf. That was Adolf Hitler from Mein Kampf. Yeah. You want to well, read I it? Mean, read it uh, again, Mur. Please, would you read that again, please? <laughs> and send it to me, by the way, if you would, because sure. I saw it and I lost it. So read it again for the audience. I found it extremely difficult myself to be a match for the dialectical perfidy of that race. How futile it was to try to win over such people with argument. Seeing that the very mouths distorted the truth, disowning the very words they had just uttered, and adopting them again a few moments later to serve their own ends in the argument. Yep. Pretty much a nail on the head, right? Yeah. Well, um, they they are they are congenital liars. Yep. From the beginning, they're congenital. Um, I mean, liars. Jesus told and, us uh, that Revelation two and three nine synagogues of Satan. Those who are called themselves Jew and are not, they are the synagogue of Satan. And one of them, it says they lie. That's coming from Jesus. Yeah. Also, like their father well, the, the devil. <laughs> but I just want to make that point because. The sad, what Daryl's saying about usury, how it's connected. Well, I mean, what we've learned and what they uh, d- exhibit daily is you can't believe a damn word that comes out of their mouth. The, the sad part, the sad part for me, has been the realization that 
uh, you don't have to be uh, congenitally one of them is that the uh, multitude of all categories, races, ethnicities, backgrounds, and people have adopted their behavior. Yep. That's, yep. That's and, what, and what did you, what that is, that is the, and what did yeah. Brent say about the book of Esther? They Judaized Persia. They've Judaized the U.S. and the world. Well, they, 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 once they convert you, they make you twice the child of, of, of hell. Proselyte. That they yeah. are. Yeah. Right. And so, but anyway, uh, thanks for, thanks for letting me, uh, chip in. And I got to, uh, I have to go Sally forth. Okay. So I will talk to you all later. Okay. Bye. We'll give Sally our best. We'll see you later. Thanks for dropping in. Uh, got a couple of minutes here left before we put a can on this one today. Yes. Who wanted to say something? This is sketch. And I, I looked up the word sovereign and it is political and personal independence. No wonder they're going after our people, you know, Sure. and uh, labeling us something that we are as far as sovereign. We're, we're trying to have personal and political independence. And no wonder uh, the spit lickers are kind of upset. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, they don't like it. They don't like it that somebody's bucking, and that's why they've set up this straw man term, sovereign citizen. Okay. Right. I mean, it, you want to talk about straw men, somebody heard it earlier. We're, there is no such thing as us as a straw man. You're either free or you're a slave. Okay. Yep. You're still the same person. You did one of them, you're free, and the other one, they got a property right on you. But this term is a straw man to defer deflection to, to deflect it away from the truth. Cause yep. they, believe me, folks, when I first started doing this 12 and a half years ago, the first person that reacted was Russell Estes from the Southern Poverty Law Center. And anybody he could get his hands or an email to at RBN was told the same thing. That stuff Roger Sales is teaching is going to get a lot of people in trouble. He used the same line every time. So did, and I wish I could remember this guy. He's popped up a, about a few months back, stuck down in tonga somewhere uh brent johnson mer brent johnson does that ring a bell with you yeah i've heard that yeah well let me tell you what joyce riley told me before she died okay after they got me on power hour both brent johnson and his female sidekick that he used to bring on there contacted joyce and they said the exact same thing that stuff roger sales is teaching is going to get a lot of people in trouble there's brent johnson the jew that changed his name to johnson yep okay so roger so i would like to add on to well it's hard when two females you know go ahead charlie Okay, uh, Sketch, I'm glad you brought that up because if anybody's got a black flaw, um, either the physical or a download, look into Sovereign. It is so interesting. It's beyond words. But there is one thing right here, and it talks. It really goes into this thing about projection, these um, mentally unstable entities. But anyhow, it has Sovereign right, guys, a right which the state alone or some of its governmental agencies can possess. Yes. So interesting little reading there. 
Okay. And what I, I have to give credit to um, Daryl um, when he mentioned about the soil and the blood, the heredament. Okay. Um, if anyone puts in just uh, juice, uh, it's French. You could say just or juice. J U S, juice sanguine or um, uh, or soleil, juice de soleil. Okay. One from the soil and one from the bloodline. Yeah. And that's what, what he put down, guys, was real important. Yep. So, so I was going to say, um, now we're going to have to be looking out for them using the code word sovereign. If something, if we get pulled over for some reason, if we're trying to explain the, that we're uh, not. Uh, you know, that, that's why I drill into you guys' heads. You're either a national or a U.S. national, one or the other. That's in their statutes and regulations. All this other crap is not. Right. But, I mean, like, when, you, when you're there pulled over, if someone pulls you over, how do you respond? You deny. No, no, I'm not that. You adamantly deny. No, I'm not that. I'm not that. I'm this. Right. Okay. Mirka, I've got one. Okay. I, I promise you I won't take your lollipop away from you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. They would love that. I'm, I'm sure they'll react. I'm sure they'll react very favorably to that, Charlie. I'd say better yet, have a prayer in your heart, man. Yeah, well, just we'll just go out there and maintain personal responsibility. Try and be under the speed limit, even though it only applies to commercial activity and all the rest of that crap. Uh, just try and be personally responsible if you're going to do this. Okay. But with that's, a prayer, he'll give you confidence and words to say. Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to be back tomorrow, I think, and uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe there'll be no traffic incidents between now and then. Uh, we'll see. Hell of a time, folks. Hell of a time. We'll see you back tomorrow. Right here at the regular place you dialed us in at today. See ya.